Hello and welcome to Silence, a podcast where women get really honest about surviving and thriving in what often feels like a man's world. My guests are wonder women from the fields of science, technology, engineering and mathematics or STEM, where inclusivity and diversity can be a real problem. I know this only too well as a female Southeast Asian mechanical engineer. I was kind of a minority within a minority back then. I'm Dr. Shanice Mara, an engineer turned broadcaster. Throughout my career, I've worked on and reported on some cutting-edge technology and innovation. And through my TV work, I've met some incredibly inspiring women from a diverse range of STEM fields. Talking to these exceptional ladies has often left me feeling empowered, hopeful, and excited about life. I believe silence will enrich you too. Every week, a woman in STEM shares her unique experiences with absolutely no pressure in having to promote her accomplishments or guard her impressive reputation, because I've come to realize that everyone is just way more open and relaxed when they're anonymous. So I deliberately disguise my guest voices so that we're just connecting as human beings rather than human doings. It's my hope that you really relate to what we chat about today. If so, please do subscribe to Silence and maybe even rate and review the show. I'd love to have your feedback. This week, my guest is in the field of physics. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you because I had the absolute privilege of meeting you briefly um, and finding out about your really impressive work. And I just am itching to know how you got into something so complex. So first of all, why physics? Uh, Well, frankly speaking, it was more of a chance, I would say that I chose physics uh, to begin with. How come? Uh, because like when I was in a, in my high school, so uh, back then we had to choose like science as uh, like as your major, you could choose that as science, like science, commerce, or let's say humanities, for example. And I science and I had more interest at that time in, uh, let's say, uh, biology and chemistry rather than physics. So it's interesting that finally I am working in physics now, and it's been like yeah, at least ten years, more than that, that I am wow. in the field of physics. You know, if you include all the graduation and everything. Mm. I mean, a lot of girls find biology, especially, and chemistry, more appropriate to them. And it sounds like you did in the beginning too. What made you switch over to the physics side? Yeah. Uh, so the thing was that uh, what I wanted to do initially when I chose uh, science in my high school was more uh, be a doctor, you know, so be in the field of medicine. Mm. So that was one of the things I wanted initially, or even my family wanted that. But then, uh, like, I had a visit to the hospital and I realized I don't like it, like in general environment. You know, yeah. It was not my kind of uh, like work that I would like to do for uh, like all my life. Uh, yeah. So uh, then I decided and I never had too much interest in engineering, you know, so like that was not one of the things I wanted to do. Mm. Uh, then my thing was, I wonder, I thought that, okay, one of the options I had thought back then was actually biotechnology, you know, mm. 
yeah still come from uh, back from india and there it was not actually a thing uh, that time it wasn't really a field right i don't know what it is now but back then it was not at all a, biotechnology was not a common field you would choose yeah. usually so there was uh, not much scope available to choose from the colleges and all and then finally i uh, decided like okay do i want to do chemistry but i didn't want to go for the traditional you know like zoology or uh, botany those kind of fields in biology so then it was between chemistry and physics and then when my results came for the high school uh, they were good and uh, like the national level you know the uh, exams we have in india and then i decided i wanted to go into one of the good universities they are back like in delhi and then i was thinking of choosing either between physics or chemistry and uh, then i realized really i had more interest in physics than i actually thought i had Hmm. like thinking about it when i had to choose and then i chose uh physics uh, back then so that was my first decision that yeah i wanted to work uh, i mean i wanted to be in the field of physics right the friend i didn't thought uh, it through too much to be fair that you know i wouldn't say that i had thought that i will become a scientist or anything no mm. but that was like uh probably that's how my nature is in general that i don't usually plan a lot ahead you know into the future <laughs> So then I decided to to take physics because uh, there was uh, another thing that you know you had more scope uh, back uh, like when I discussed with a few of uh, my the people in my family, they said that yeah the score there was this scope uh, more scope in the field of physics if you go for general science which is not common in India usually you would go for a professional uh, degree course you know like. Uh, either uh, medicine or engineering that's more common mm. than taking up just uh, basic sciences mm. which is not that common in india usually so and then after the discussion i thought that uh, i mean to myself whether i wanted to take uh, chemistry or physics out of the two and uh, then after thinking it through i realized that yeah i did actually have interest in physics because i think somewhere you know uh which you said is true that usually uh women or you know as young girls when you are in school and all you always uh, are there is this notion in the i don't know in the society or whatever like there's this mindset that yeah like the girls are good in biology and chemistry but not good in physics and maths mm yeah so this thing was uh, there by i mean that's what was there as well and probably that thing uh, was i mean even maybe like you know at the back of my mind i also used to think that way but then when my results came then i realized that you know it was not how i thought because i was not bad at them at all like uh, <laughs> and uh, in my high school actually i started to like like ma- uh, mathematics quite a lot like i had a very good teacher in mathematics and i really started to like mathematics and once you do that i think that helps you a lot in physics as well mm-hmm. because is a kind of used it's an integral part of physics right, that you need to know uh, like have at least some idea of mathematics so that you can work in uh, physics and then i decided that yeah okay i'll go for physics uh, for my graduation so undergrads basically as you would say mm-hmm. 
so yeah, and uh, then I wasn't sure that I would continue in the field or not, but that was like the first step. And then I would say that uh, after I joined and I found my interest like uh, in the subject much more, and uh, then like, yeah, it has always been after that physics. And I think like it was one of the best decisions I took that I wanted to work in physics. Because after joining physics, I realized uh, that we had to do some chemistry. Uh, like in our first year we had and second year, we had some chemistry practicals and chemistry papers. And I realized that, no, it was much different from what we did in our high school. And I wouldn't have enjoyed uh, doing that, you know, uh, in the long run. Uh, so, yeah, so I think uh, like it started as like a, a by chance thing, not really a very uh, something thought of too much. But, yeah, it ended up uh, like being what I was probably meant to do, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it, your story just sounds so incredible because um, I'm just trying to figure out whether you were always following what felt right or whether you just got lucky. Uh, so to be fair, I would say it's a mix of both. Like it is true that usually I, I don't plan, as I told you that I don't plan my future. And, uh, by now I would say I have been lucky enough that I haven't made two wrong choices. <laughs> right. Cause I mean, your interest in physics has taken you, around the world yeah, i mean exactly. i know from your background yeah you know you've that's that's the thing like i mean now when i look back because uh, as i told you like they were not really very calculated decisions you know like because i see that there are many people who uh, really calculate the decisions they take based on how their yeah. will be and everything on my part i didn't do that uh, so, uh, but even without doing that, I would say that the decisions I have taken based on like how the situations uh, happened and, you know, the opportunities that arrived and there were many times really uh, where I was scared whether I really wanted to do this or not, you know, especially like, as you said, like going, uh, like leaving your own comfort zone and coming out of your own country and going to a different mm -hmm. country. And there, there were a lot of apprehensions because it went kind of against my, uh, like maybe my inherent nature as it used to be back then, you know, something like that. Right. But at the end, I would say that uh, it, uh, it has taught me a lot, like both, uh, let's say, uh, professionally, but as a person, uh, like personally also, it has turned me into a different kind of a person. Wow. Okay. In what sense? So the thing is that, you know, since a kid, uh, like I am actually an only child and I was uh, kind of always uh, very like, you know, well protected and all this kind of thing. And uh, so, and I was very uh, emotional, always uh, like, I, d I didn't want to leave home and go somewhere, that kind of a person. You would say a homesick person and an introvert as well. <laughs> Uh, back then yeah and so my mother I would say one of the person who's really responsible for what I am today is my mother to be fair because she always used to tell me that I should learn to be independent you know 
always said that you have the potential uh, and you kind of underestimate yourself that you are you get scared that you yeah, are probably you won't be able to do but i know you can do it like uh, so the thing that uh, back then like if anyone who knew me back then even my mother used to say that uh, like uh, that you know she never thought that the kid i was when i was in school and all and uh, the one i am now that this person that i used to be afraid of staying alone and all that and now i live alone in a different country away from my family and i manage things on my own so like it has changed completely you know that the person anyone would have thought like people many times used to say to my parents that probably they should have sent me to a boarding school or a hostel and then maybe i would uh, grow up to be a different person and won't be too much emotional and homesick and this kind of thing but my mother always said that she uh, never felt that that was the right decision that i should be uh, sent away just because okay i was emotional mm-hmm. so Uh, but she always uh, kind of uh, told me this thing that she feels that yeah i have the potential and i can do anything like uh, probably i'm just scared thinking that i can't stay away from my family or you know these kind of things but uh, i just underestimate myself and uh, because of her, i would say that you know she, she always had the faith in me yeah and that gave the uh, courage that when i decided that i would go and uh, do let's say my masters abroad and then do a phd abroad i was initially like at why you know there were two thoughts going on in my mind one was that yeah it's a great opportunity for my career and like very few people get that and i was getting it so i should take it but then there was another thing at the back of my mind which was like but will i be able to survive there on my own mm. because yeah after my uh, high school i left my home and i was staying like in a different city so yeah i could stay away from my family but it was still like within the same country yeah it was not that far away not like you know like maybe 10000 miles away where they are very far away from you you are far away from them even if you want to feel like at some point just feel like yeah i want to i don't feel good i want to go back home that's not easy it's not going to happen mm. so when about to take this decision like at some point at the back of my mind i was thinking that probably i mean i don't know whether i will be able to do it or not whether i am not taking the right decision or not like should i leave uh, india and you know like uh, the opportunities i have in india and decide to join uh, something abroad and if i join will i be able to stay there maybe more than a month can i survive that long or not mm. Uh, probably because of the encouragement i got from my mother uh, i i managed and that's why i said like now i can manage things and what she wanted me to be which was that i should learn to become independent i have finally managed to do that right so i think uh, like all the decisions i took uh, finally led to changing me from the kind of person i was maybe the insecurities i had and you know the uh, i mean i won't say really flaws but let's say still like mainly insecurities like you're being too emotional or mm. being uh, insecure about your family and things i was able to overcome that and you know have a life which uh, is different from that like now i i know i can survive i can manage things gosh and it's all thanks so, to physics you yeah it's all th- 
like I chose, uh, like I would say, uh, I mean, I chose physics, and finally physics brought me here. So indeed, it is all thanks to yeah. Um, you say that you were never a planner, but I mean, in order to really pursue physics, did you have to work hard and be focused, or did it just come very naturally to you? Uh, so the thing is that I would say, yeah, you do have to work hard and stay focused. But that thing was there in me from the beginning, kind of, you know, like when I was in high school also, I used to be like in general, like focused and I don't know how much hard working, but yeah, at least even if I would, if I, I was doing, uh, let's say even if I studied for like two hours, I would at least study uh, those two hours properly and stay focused and not like getting di distracted into other things. Mm. No, so uh, that thing was there, uh, so I didn't have to put in any, for that part, I didn't have to put in any extra effort, I would say, the, to choose physics, because that was something which I I did, which I came to me kind of naturally, I would say. I mean, yeah, I'm right. not sure if that is the way I was brought up or anything, but yeah, like, the thing is that it came naturally, uh, that, uh, like, uh, if I usually it's for me if I do something then I put in my hundred uh, percent to you know focus as well as work my hundred percent in that work. Mm. So were you rather than planning? Were you just following your gut instinct of what felt right for you? Yeah, that's true. So uh, rather than planning, that's what I did. I followed my gut instinct and uh, then. You know, in choosing the opportunities where the, to choose one over the other, like when I decided I would do a master's, uh, let's say in physics, rather than going for a master's in business administration, which many of my friends did who were in my in physics. Uh, that was kind of based on my uh, gut instinct, I would say, because... Uh, the most common trend was actually uh, to go towards uh, the MBA rather than going for a master's like MSc or something. Mm. That was not a common thing. Uh, most of my classmates uh, chose an MBA rather than the master's in physics. Yeah. And were you in a minority? Because the numbers of women in physics is really low. Yeah, I was. That's true. Like, uh, I mean, in my class, I would say, let's say if we had like 50 students, then there were just 10 girls, that's it. Yeah. Like, this is the case when we were in uh, in our uh, bachelors, basically, so in our undergrads, that's how it used to be. Then, uh, like, all these, like, you know, when we go in our master's and we were like, well, I went to my master's, it was the same thing. I mean, the class size also reduced, but the woman percentage also reduced. Yeah. Like, I remember in the specialization course, I was the only woman there. Oh, my gosh. And how did it feel? Yeah. Like, did you even, did you feel it? Or maybe you didn't even notice it? Well, well I would say initially it felt a bit... Uh, a bit weird initially, but I wouldn't say, like, I don't know if people really tried to make me feel that or not. Or maybe it was, you know, the cultural difference also you see when you, you know, shift from one country to the other. Right. This thing. But, uh, yeah, initially it was a bit difficult uh, for me in the sense that, you know, you were just 
have all guys and, and like you feel a bit different like uh, okay if you want to talk about certain things uh, then you like you are not that comfortable but yeah in all these years now it has become fine for me and like more or less i would say that it's not dif- that difficult like i have accepted the fact that yeah i have chosen a field uh, where there are not many women uh-huh. and i have worked with men and that's okay like uh, i Okay, I I should know how how to deal with the situation. Yeah, I mean, you said something which I really related to, which was, well, you know, I was moving countries anyway, so it's this sense of, well, I'm different because of my ethnicity. So being different because I'm female is just part of just feeling like an alien. Like, you know, did you ever feel like, yeah. well, I'm just different, and I'm going to accept that? Yeah that's true. I mean I agree with you because uh, that's uh, I think what I would say is that you know uh, the realization that being a woman in this uh, kind of field it came much later because initially the feeling that you come from a different country and then you have to adapt to a different culture was much bigger. Right. Than yeah. even like you are a woman in a different like in a field where there are more men. that thing i think uh, started to uh, like feeling started to dawn in you like when finally you have settled in the environment and now you have got used to this uh, to the new country the new culture and everything and then maybe at some point uh, the realization comes that oh yeah right i'm just a woman it and i'm a woman in a field where there are mostly men and mm. uh, when when you grow up start looking around and what i feel like i don't know uh, i mean what i feel in the last few past few years uh, this whole thing that you know the realization uh, that all the women have or let's say the so i don't know how much the society but in general this fact that you know the acknowledging the fact that the women do have to face a problem in a field which is more dominated by men has uh, started to come up more you know it's being highlighted yeah. because but it was never highlighted but now when i you know after this thought came and after you realize this point was brought out to and you realize then you realize that yeah probably there were things happened in the past as well which you never realized because you were probably busy trying to think that yeah maybe it's because i am in a different country yeah you blame it on other things Yeah you think that probably it's because of the cultural difference and yeah. maybe it's because I am coming from a different society and you know there's a big difference between uh, the society here you have and uh, like in the developed countries and the society you have in a developing country uh, mm-hmm. so there's a huge difference so uh, that's not really much big what kind of things do you now realize what actually not cultural differences they were just gender differences oh uh, so yeah i mean i feel somewhere i mean i don't know there might be cases where i would say people uh, deliberately behave with you in a certain way because you are a woman it's kind of pointed out to you that you know you are something like uh, uh, I mean I don't know some people might say it jokingly and I don't know how much they joke and how they how much they really mean it but many times people would say oh you got this thing because you're a woman yeah you know? yeah 
you are a token. They have to now show. So after the point that was highlighted that, yeah, you know, the representation of women in many of the fields is less. Mm. Then uh, you hear these comments from your male counterparts or colleagues or anyone, you know, that uh, they would say, or even your friends, like male friends in different fields also, they would say, oh, you, yeah, you, you would get that easily because they, they need women. I hate that. They have to. Yeah. So, which is like, which you've uh, probably never realized that much, but now you, uh, when you think back, you realize like, there's always this thing that they won't acknowledge the fact that you got it because you're intelligent. Yeah. But it sounds like you always knew that. So that's all that counts. Like you, it sounds like you knew that you got it because you deserved it. For me, I, uh, I have never let it hamper the thing that, you know, somewhere feel uh, down that, yeah, okay, probably, you know, the fact that people say to me that, oh, you are a woman, that's why you got it. Kind of trying to, uh, in a way, you know, downgrade the fact that you got some opportunity because you are intelligent. Mm. So, I mean, I never let it affect me, but I know there are many people who get affected. Like I know many other women who get affected. And they're thinking that, yeah, you know, someone said this to me. And then like my reaction to them is like, yeah, they can say anything they want, but you are at the end, you know who you are. I don't think it's that easy to know who you are. And I'm so happy for you that you were able to not take those put down comments on board. I mean, where does that strength of character that you have come from? Well, some of, in my case, I mean, I agree with you completely that uh, there's, uh, it's not easy, you know, especially if you're constantly surrounded by people who try to make you feel that, uh, you know, you are not good enough. That's the mm. thing. Yeah. You're getting things just because you are of a certain gender. But you are not at par with the other people. So uh, that's absolutely true. And for me, the thing uh, that uh, the strength of character is, I would say, came, uh, my inspiration has been my mother. Yeah. Like, I mean, she was a housewife. Uh, I mean, she is no more. Like, she passed away last year. But... Uh, she was a housewife only like before getting married she used to be a teacher school teacher but then she got married and she took up being a housewife but she's one of the most strongest women I have ever seen like you know way ahead of us at times like me coming from a country where you know people uh, still differentiate between uh, a girl child and a uh, boy child these kind of things I was never made uh, to feel that. And my mother always uh, encouraged me. So she always told me this one thing that you are very good at what you do. And it doesn't matter what people think about you or what they say to you. uh, And you should never bother about that. If you know you are good at something or you, you can do something, from inside that's what it matters so you shouldn't bother about you know what people think about you or what people say to you and you know people will always try to bring you down because mm-hmm. that's their job right. in fact she said this to me that if people are saying this to you that means you are better than them probably yeah. of you and they are saying this thing to you yeah that you can't take it it's very hard for uh, people to take someone uh, who is you know, better than them. It's very hard. So you should be actually happy if people, they use, meet more people who are 
saying things like this to you. I know it's difficult to take it in a positive way, but whenever they say this, she used to always say this to me because as I said, like, it's not like I didn't face, I faced. And there were times in the beginning where I used to feel that, that maybe I'm not as good as they are, you know? Maybe I'm not good enough and uh, what if like any, I would just go because she used to be more like my best friend. Like I would tell her everything and I would tell her that like, do you think that maybe I didn't choose the right uh, field or maybe I'm not that good enough? Maybe I don't have the capability. But that's the thing in the beginning when I had that doubt and she told me this thing that like, no, you are good at it. That's why you got it. You didn't get it just because you're a woman or anything like that. You got it because you're good at it. And you should always remember that uh, there will be people trying to say these things and bring your morale down and these kind of things should like they will do. But you should always remember this, that you are good at it. And that's why you uh, got it. Gosh, she sounds so awesome. With me because uh, like, you know, I I was, uh, I got that thing from her, I would say in a Mm. way that seeing her that uh, she has always been this strong woman and always inspiring it always made me feel like yeah i'm i mean i am good at what i am doing and i'll like i'll fight for my things i won't mm. give up what an incredible woman she must have been i mean she just sounds so awesome um i must say that in all the women that i've interviewed for this podcast uh they always talk about mentors and role models and it seems to be that any successful woman in stem has some kind of role model or mentor in their corner um have you had other role models and mentors apart from your mum or is it really just enough to have one woman behind you or one man well i would say that uh, i mean for me my uh, role model i mean uh, is my mother that's true because i think it's enough if you have one support yeah. for me at least that's how it is like if you have even one woman even if not in your field it's sufficient and even say. not necessarily a woman just someone that believes in you right yeah, it could be anyone. I mean, it w- it could be anyone, I would say. It doesn't even need to be a woman. Uh, but, and it could be a man as well. I mean, it, it doesn't need to be a gender mm. thing. So uh, that's true. Because, I mean, the thing is, uh, like for me, uh, you know, the experience of working with more female, uh, let's say, other uh, people in my field hasn't been much. Because as I said, that most of the time it becomes like, you know, Probably you are the only female one working there. And uh, then it becomes like, yeah, okay, you know, you have more male people. I mean, there are many, uh, I would say, role models who are uh, male. And uh, there are people where whom I look up to, with whom I have worked, and I look up to because of their work. And overall, you know, the professionalism as well as their behavior in general with other people, these kind of things. So, and yeah, in in these years, I think there have been like one or two women I have met and uh, they, they have also inspired me that like the amount of work they have been doing and uh, the kind of work they do as well uh, made me feel like, yeah, I mean, these are the kind of people probably one day I can become or at least I can try to become, mm-hmm. I think. What are your ambitions for the future? So my ambitions for the future uh, is 
like uh, to you know uh, work in the field where I am right now working and you know uh, be successful in that one and doing what I am doing. That's on the professional uh, front. But then like there's another thing which I like I, I have always wanted to do. Uh, is something that, you know, to give back something to the society as well. Mm. Uh, so I would like to, you know, in future probably do something where I can, you know, help other people like uh, where who want to be in, uh, like who want to study and do something in life in general and probably also try to help other people uh, women or girls and I mean especially let's say in my country where you know this gender difference is existing and you see there are many cases where uh, the girls don't get even the chance to prove that they can do something in their life just because maybe because of their financial conditions or in general maybe their family doesn't want so maybe do something for them uh, when I get a chance and otherwise like I would like to uh, be in the field where I am and finally you know uh, do something more worthwhile in the, uh, being in this field and uh, work in the research area that I work on. Mm. I mean I must say you know we are trying to keep you anonymous but you really are extremely advanced in the area that you've chosen to work in and it's just so impressive um you know the accomplishments you have gathered to date so you know i i we really are you know hearing from someone that has gone very far within your physics field um like as a result of being in physics for all this time you must have witnessed why girls drop out and you know fall away from physics can you summarize why they do yeah so what i feel what i have seen uh, so the thing is not only you know the what i have seen before is that already like in your high school there are as i said you know mo most of the girls would choose some other option rather than physics as i told you before that in undergrads, you already see the number decreasing. Uh, and then, but Why is that? I mean, let's break that down. Like, why yeah, are the girls... So what I is, uh, as I said, that there's this notion in the society that since a kid, you are kind of... Uh, you get to hear this thing that uh, boys are good at uh, maths and physics or these kind of things in STEM in general, let's say. And uh, girls are good at more like humanity things, uh, like uh, humanity subjects, or maybe in biology or chemistry, these kind of things. So that I think already kind of sets a mindset, you know, as a kid mm. growing up. Like if you're continuously, you know, being said that, yeah, you're not going to be become a good engineer or you're not going to become a good yeah. physicist. Maybe you start believing that, right? You would feel you that, know, yeah, if everyone, probably that's not my field. Yeah. So my partner has two teenage kids and a boy and a girl. And what I have observed from them is that they're both capable in STEM subjects, but the girl tends to be a lot more emotional. And as a result of being more emotional, 
she doesn't see things as logically and as clearly as the boy does but it doesn't mean that they're not capable in both in in stem subjects it's just one does a lot more over analyzing and the other one sees things very black and white and so there's this perception that he's actually better at stem subjects because he doesn't get emotional and it's fascinating that you said that when you were young you were very emotional because it doesn't seem to have stopped you from pursuing physics yeah yeah that's the thing so i uh, what i feel personally is that uh, the two doesn't need to be related you know because uh, like i mean i was emotional i was very emotional back then but then i think the thing that is there is that when i was studying or something then the questions you ask is still remains it's not like you know even if i have to take a decision uh, in general i would still think logically you know if related to any decision which is not let's say much even if it's related to maybe my family or something then also i would think logically and say so it's not like uh, the emotion being emotional means you would stop thinking logically that's not uh, true according to me but the thing is i mean i don't know like this is according to me maybe more like i don't know how much it is inherent uh, whether it's like really true that women are you know good at certain things and uh, not good at certain things uh, that i'm not sure but what i feel is that uh, maybe you know if at a very young age you are not uh, kind of this uh, thing is not told to you that you know being a woman you will be good at this and uh, maybe you will be bad at that probably that can help if you let a child decide for themselves whether they will be able to do something where i mean if they like physics if a girl likes physics it's okay right there's nothing wrong and she can be a very good physicist but nobody i mean i never saw while growing up anybody uh, especially you know saying this uh, that yeah oh, oh a woman will become a physicist or a scientist what you hear more is like yeah she can become a, 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 like maximum they would say in science will be like a doctor otherwise they just go for a teacher or something like that mm. so this is what uh, kind of uh, being a kid you get this and then there are uh, like probably that starts getting in your mind as well and once you start thinking that you know you're not good at something i think that starts uh, affecting you uh, your like the effort you put in and how you think about that subject as well so what i used to do if i didn't like something mm. i mean the first tendency would be you will try to avoid it but then i used to uh, do it was that yeah okay i would uh, try to you know do it more so that i start to you know be better at it and then my fear of that thing goes away like or whatever object it's a topic in any subject right. that's what would happen and that probably comes from your mum saying you can do anything you want to do. Yeah, that's the thing because she it's uh, it's from that only. That's why I said like I feel somewhere you know like it affects like what uh, if you feel see that there is someone who believes in you and see, says that yeah you can do everything and there is no spe- specifically you know this gender uh, bias thing like you know it's a, as a kid you would say see that the girls usually would pay, play with things like dolls and kitchen sets and all and guys always play i mean boys always play with cars and these kind of things right but 
I mean, it's not like a girl can't play with cars. She can, right? So there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But then no one thinks about it. Uh, and then usually you would see that, I mean, what I used to observe, people would say, even now it happens, people would say to a guy, oh, yeah, so you will become an engineer, a pilot, and this and that. And to a girl, it would be like, okay, so what will you do? You will become a teacher or, okay, uh, you will become a cook or something like that, you know, because they are playing with those things. So this kind of uh, starts uh, somewhere, you know, affecting the mindset of a child. And then they start getting afraid of that thing uh, because it's not that difficult, according to me, because I have met many uh, women who are in physics or in general, like, you know, even if they are not in physics and it's not that they are, uh, they can't think logically, they do think logically, but so which means if they wanted to pursue the field of physics, they could have done well as well. But it's like probably they never tried because they thought it's not possible. Mm. So believing that you can and not trying to fall in line with the stereotypes is really the way forward. Yeah, that's the way forward. Mm. You know, like what I feel is that you have to, uh, what the people have in general a tendency is that uh, they want to follow what, uh, which is something mainstream, you know, which everyone yeah. is doing, they would like to do that. Mm. So if everyone... Uh, doing biology, every uh, girl is doing biology, they would go for that, but they wouldn't go for physics because they, they would get scared. They would think no one could do it. How can I do it? You know, it's something like that. Mm -hmm. Or so many, all my friends are doing this. And how can I uh, do this? Probably it's not a good idea. So it starts from that mindset because if it's the thing, like, I mean, there are many people when I was uh, uh, like doing my you know, PhD, there, I saw that we had the physics department and we had the bioengineering department. So it was not pure biology, but actually biology plus engineering. Mm, you know? Something a bit unconventional. And there were so many women in that. So that. Yeah, that's what. So there were so many women in that, in the bioengineering one. And there weren't uh, that many in the physics. There were hardly any. So uh, the reason was like, I mean, if they could do bioengineering, why couldn't they do physics? They could, right, if they wanted to. But they didn't uh, try only from the beginning, only probably thinking, yeah, that's not a very common thing. Uh, it's not a good idea because I won't find much women in that field. Maybe it will be more difficult for me. So there is uh, this thing that people start to get uh, scared of uh, going into a zone where they are not comfortable with, where they feel it's something unknown will come, or they will have to deal more with criti with criticisms or, you know, maybe more gender uh, bias will be there because there are more men. But then I think if they don't start doing that, if they don't start, like, start to fight against their own fears and do things uh, which is against maybe what others will do, uh, or rest of the people are doing, it would never change, right? The situation will always be the same, even if probably maybe even after 50 years, we'll be talking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, can we be honest about women's futures in STEM subjects? I mean, are STEM careers set up to nurture women in every aspect of a woman's life? I mean, what? How do you see your prospects in terms of having relationships and maybe a family and just having a personal life? Like, 
is it compatible? Yeah, I think it's uh, very much compatible from that point of view. I mean, uh, I don't think because it's uh, the career in STEM is the same as a career anywhere in any other field. You know? Is it really? You have your. Uh... Yeah, is it really? Uh, yeah, at least according to me, that's uh, that's what I would think. Like, I mean, it's not like it's something very demanding that you can't give time to your family or relationships or anything like that. I mean, uh, for example, let's say, yeah, you would. I would say that maybe research is different from uh, a normal corporate job, which is true. Uh, agreed that research is something different. But then research in, you know, uh, the normal uh, fields, uh, like if you are doing a research in uh, biology and you are doing a research in uh, physics, there's no difference. I mean, no difference in terms of uh, the work I'm saying. Yeah, you're working on different things, but your work uh, life, I, I would say, is the same. So, I mean, I don't see a difference. Yeah, I think we're, yeah. I think you're actually busting a myth here because one of the th reasons why women don't go into STEM is because they think, oh, you know, when I actually want to have children and, you know, I don't know, just want to settle down, um, I'm going to be in an industry where there's so many men that actually I'll be pushed out because I want to have a more balanced life. Um, and so I'm not even going to start going into a STEM career because it just won't be a good future for me later on down the line. Uh, yeah. So, so, what... so you're busting a bit there. Uh, no, yeah, that's the thing. So what I see, uh, at least I could say what I see, uh, the situation in the developed countries for sure. I can't say about the other places, but where I have worked, I see this uh, that in, let's say, for example, in Europe. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I have, have worked with people, you know, uh, who are men. And they would uh, take a day off or they would go home early because they have to look after yeah. their children. So, which is okay, right? So, they should, they, I, I, and uh, that's fine. So, it's absolutely fine if a woman does that as well. It's nothing wrong. Mm. Maybe things are changed. I don't think it's really that big a difference, uh, according to me. I mean, I'm not sure I can't say about everywhere what happens, but my experience, what I saw during my uh, last few years in Europe, I used to see this only. And that was something I really uh, felt good about, that I saw that the men did the same thing, that you would see uh, someone would say that, yeah, I, I can't uh, be there for some, maybe some office party or something going on, because uh, um, today I need to uh, be home early because today is my turn to look after the kids. And he has a wife. And maybe his wife has something else to do. So he, she's not there and it's okay. Mm. No one made a it. No one had an issue with it. So if a woman does the same thing, it's absolutely fine. I really do feel like times have changed because when I was in engineering, which is quite a while ago now, um, it just wasn't a woman's place to be in something like engineering. And, you know, as a result, if you try to do anything remotely feminine, it was really looked down upon. Whereas I think today, uh, what, um, maybe 15, 20 years later, um, I do see that men actually want to take a more active role in families and relationships and all the personal side of things. And the, the gap is shrinking. 
Yeah, I think uh, that's what I mean. I agree with you that probably it used to be like that, but uh, now, I mean, uh, what I see, I see that, yeah, that gap is now shrinking, you know, like uh, they do try to uh, take uh, participate in the activities of their family and probably be, you know, equally responsible. So the point usually we bring bring about is the thing that we would like equality, mm. right? That's the yeah. thing that we want equality. We are not saying we want women uh, to be more than men, but the point is that uh, right now the situation is that there is less representation of women. That's why probably the you know there are I have seen many of the companies in the industry in corporate are trying to bring these initiatives mm-hmm. where they try to hire more women so that the gender gap is yeah. reduced. That has to be done not because, yeah, you are saying, yeah, you are favoring women, but that has to be done because the situation is not correct. Once it becomes equal, then it wouldn't be an issue after that. So, and I do see that, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, that's something actually, I mean, I can't say about all the countries, but in Europe, I did see this kind of thing in the, all the institutes I have worked in, that I have seen that uh, the seniors who, uh, who have kids and, uh, family, they actually do care about their kids and uh, family, uh, like equally only, probably as much as their wives mm. would do. Yeah, just something very. That's a very positive thing I take from uh, the society uh, or uh, the society from you know from Europe, and I feel that should apply to other countries as well. Where right now that's not the situation where the women are still expected, even if they do a job, they are expected that, yeah, you have to take care of your family as well and do the job and everything. And you have to be perfect in both of them. Yeah. I mean, it has been said that maybe to encourage women into STEM, we have to change male attitudes because it's not for lack of wanting to be in STEM that that's the problem for women. It's actually the way men treat us in STEM that's the problem what's your view on that uh so I think there are like both the things are true in its own way so one is that uh it is true that probably it's you know we have different kind of people and it depends what kind of people you meet uh, there are probably people like in my uh, career as well I have met people who would say th- things to you uh, more like, yeah, because you are a woman, that's why maybe you're not that good at this, or that's why you can't do this that properly. If a guy was in your place, he could do it better. You know, that's those kind of mm. things. So it's not that I haven't been said. So that thing does exist. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, which is... But it's how you deal with it as an individual. As an individual, I would say initially it affected me. I used to feel uh, a bit, you know, kind of down because of that. Uh, but then I decided that, uh, like, I won't take it like that because I took it more like a challenge to myself that if someone says to me that you can't do this because you are a woman, I'll prove to that person that, no, I can't mm-hmm. do it. And, yeah. Like, I'll prove to that person that you are wrong. You know, like you saying to me that you can't do this because you are a woman or you are a woman of the from this origin. That's why you are not good enough or something like that. I wouldn't mm. like that. So I took it more as a challenge. It was difficult. 
but uh, that's one thing i think uh, which is like you do meet people like that i'm not saying it's not like i had to deal with them it was tough for me and uh, but then i would say that i would it's not just like all of them are there like i had many other friends who are who were uh, male and they would say that no this guy what he said was wrong and this is not the way they should behave and you know uh, so they would be supportive so it's mm. a mixture of and probably depends on generations as well you know like there are people who are from some generations who who have this feeling that yeah maybe women are not for stem that kind of mm. and they are they would say things to you which are like this and try to uh, make you feel uh, bad and maybe there are people i know who would leave the field as well just because of that because probably if you are continuously being told this thing that you can't do anything good you would never be able to do any good research you won't be this and that then probably at some point you, it might start affecting you and you decide maybe i'm really not good at it Mm. but i feel that in nowadays uh, generation like uh, most of the people you work, uh, work with uh, i mean i work with who are more like let's say my age group or my generation they are much more actually supportive and right. don't try to look down upon you because you are a woman i never faced that so that was ah oh, you're so lucky Yeah I have been lucky I would say that I have uh, been like you know in most of the places really I would be like maybe uh, one of the women or maybe we were just two or three women and let's say there are like 15 or 20 other men but uh, they were still always like they never tried to uh, at least do this so whether they subconsciously consciously but yeah they would never try to make you feel like yeah because you're a woman you can't do that Mm. And it's probably because you're in a field where you all share the same passion for what yeah, you're doing. Exactly. I think so. Yeah, probably that's because of that because I mean I have always uh, felt like you know uh I met people uh my, my colleagues in my generation who have always been you know more appreciative of my work rather than, mm. you know being mean or trying to kind of uh degrade the thing uh, i have done they have always been much more appreciated mm. and vice versa i also appreciate their work it's never been like yeah you know like just because they are men i'll say oh their work is useless or something i also don't mm. so it's more like you know you appreciate good science yes. or good work yeah so forget the gender bias or anything forget what gender what culture what race doesn't matter it's like if someone does a good work then it's okay just appreciate mm, it i love that so finally um what would be your advice for any girls that are considering stem as a career what would be the key qualities to have to succeed in stem well uh, so according to me what i would say is that uh, in order to succeed in stem probably you would face some difficulties you know as i said you might meet people who might try to tell you that you know uh, you're not good at it so one thing is that you have to believe in yourself uh, you always have to believe in yourself that if you chose stem uh, you chose it because you are good mm. at it and you know that so it doesn't matter what anyone else says to you you should always keep your focus everyone has a good or a bad time doesn't that doesn't depend on a gender i guess it it's just happens to any human yeah so it might be you are not getting 
that's right now, but that doesn't mean you are stupid. That nowhere means. And you might also meet meet people who might say you got some opportunity just because you're a woman, but that's also not true. You were chosen because you were good at it. That's it. Uh, so that's something in order to survive in the field, you will have to keep that in mind and you have to have uh, the faith in yourself. Like, otherwise, it's very easy probably to give up because you might end up with someone working with someone who continuously tells you that you are not good at it. And maybe you start believing mm. it and leave the field completely. Yeah. That's a thing. I think that's one of the most important advice I would give to any woman who decides to come and STEM, that until it becomes like completely that yeah, all the men who work in this field are, you know, actually uh, stop uh, about thinking about, yeah, this fact that you are a woman and STEM is not meant for women. That thing, uh, this thing will always exist in some form or the other. So there is, it's not an easy path. I mean, I completely agree. It's not an easy path. You might be lucky and you might end up uh, getting all good people. But you should be mentally prepared that it will, you could have to hear things which you won't like. But you shouldn't let it, uh, you know, uh, take you down. You should just fight against it and prove to them that they are wrong. Like, one day they only have to come and say to you that, yeah, fine, I was wrong. You, know, you are very good. Mm. Well, you've been an absolute inspiration and so fascinating um, as a guest. Thank you so much Thank for you. coming on the show and sharing your experiences. Yeah, thanks a lot for inviting me. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. That's it from my STEM guest this week. Gosh, what an amazingly strong and self-assured and confident woman in STEM. I feel like listening to her makes me realize the importance of really believing in yourself. Because if you can, it could take you to places you never dreamed you were capable of going. Thank you so much for listening this week. Don't forget to rate and review the show and catch you next week on Silence.